What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Rock 25. Chill with the craziness. Um, yeah. Uh, I thought about not doing this podcast, but, uh, you know, I changed my mind about it. Um, a lot of things going on. I figure I definitely want to tell you guys what's going on through my head. Um, I don't know if anybody saw um, Governor Cuomo's live feed. Uh, he did it right through uh, Facebook. Um, uh, pro- uh, shout out to Sarah Manzi for letting me know about it. Um, you know, I made some comments on there and, uh, <laughs> you know, and I got, I got some, uh, backlash, um, uh, at the same time though, I got some love too, though. I got, uh, uh, you know, 7,000 people to love what I you know, I got a response from 7,000 people, um, uh, 3.8, uh, love what I said, about 3,000 gave me a thumbs up. Uh, for, for what I said, you know, some people laughed. Uh, some, uh, 132 dislikes. Uh, uh, kind of funny. Uh, 70 with a sad face. Uh, now, what I said was um, earlier on Facebook um, about how you know, Cuomo's not doing enough to uh, try to solve the problem. And it's evident, again, uh, you know, we've had almost 10,000 cases of one day of the coronavirus. Uh, over 100 people have passed away from it in the past 24 hours. Um, New Jersey um, actually has lost more. Um, they lost over 180 in one day. So, um, you know, you know, my heart goes out to, you know, everybody that's, that's affected with this. I mean, pretty much the whole world is being affected with this. Uh, physical people that are suffering right now who have the coronavirus. Heart goes out to them. And uh, I just hope everybody gets better. Uh, the ones that have coronavirus, keep fighting. Um, so, I know that's what you, we need you guys to do. Uh, we just need you guys to fight. People that don't have it, I need you to fight too. Uh, like I said, we're gonna prevent the spread. We need to stop looking outward, start looking in. Um, but uh, no, I just uh, was pumped up uh, with the response uh, that I got. Uh, Governor Cuomo also said uh, 21,000 people are supposed to be coming in from out of state. To uh, to help out uh, and support um, the medical staff here. Now, I don't know if that's a good idea to have twenty one thousand people outside of New York State come into New York State. We don't know if any of them have the virus, and New York State right now is a hotbed right now. I mean, we're almost at we're going to be at over a hundred thousand um, by the end of the week. We're going to be at over a hundred thousand. Um, that's just. You know, the way we're going right now, we're going to be at over 100,000 by the end of the week. So I don't know if that's a good idea to put 21,000 people in risk right now. Uh, but, that, that, you know, that's on them. That's what they want to do. Um, they understand the risk. So uh, I just pray that uh, out of the 21,000, um, that they'll be safe, um, as safe as they can uh, coming in to New York State. Um, we got some stuff going on in the news today. You know, I you know I want to talk too much about the coronavirus. You know, I've been uh, going hardcore with that the last couple of days. Um, but um, and I was I was looking up what the Knicks are going to be doing um, earlier, talking about bringing Elton Brand as a GM, and you know, Leon Rose supposedly tight with uh, Elton Brand, and I'm just you know and I'm thinking to myself. That Elton Brand really hasn't done much 
with the Sixers. Yes, he brought in uh, Jimmy Butler, but Jimmy Butler left. You know, you paid Tobias Harris, right? You let JJ Reddick go. You know, you gave Al Holford that bad deal. You know, and if you look on the court, it seems that Ben Simmons and Al Holford can't play well together. So, I mean, bringing Elton Brand isn't going to solve the problem. But this is what the Knicks need to do. You need to get Jerry West. Now, I know you, for you hardcore Knicks fans, the older guys, you're like, well, you know, Jerry West never going to come to New York. You, you, you know, if Dolan makes one offer he can't refuse and doesn't mess it up, he'll come to New York. I know he's a longtime Laker fan. Listen, Jerry West has been with the L.A. Clippers. He's with the L.A. Clippers right now as a consultant. He's been GM of the Lakers, obviously. Right, Memphis Grizzlies. He's worked with Golden State Warriors. So if Jerry West was such an L.A. guy, he would have never worked with the Clippers. And he would have never worked with the Golden State Warriors. Okay? Jerry West is a smart businessman. He's not, you know, he's not an idiot. You know, he's one of the most... He's one of the greatest basketball geniuses of all time. He's, you know, top two, top three execs ever. Okay? You know, you're talking about him. You know, Pat Riley. Red Allback. Those are your top three. Okay? I mean, you can jumble whoever you want to jumble. But those are your top three. Okay? But without a, you know, doubt in my mind, those are the top three execs uh, in the NBA of all time. So, why don't we just bring Jerry West and bring him over here? You know, that would make more sense. Um, I know there was a rumor about them trying to get Masai Uzuri from Toronto Raptors. Toronto's going to want draft picks. I got it. Look, this year is not a good year for the Knicks to start giving up draft picks to get Masai Uzuri if they really want him that bad. What they should do is maybe wait till after the draft process. You know, if you're going to try to fire Scott Perry, um, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't really have a problem, that much of a problem with Scott Perry. But he, at the end of the day, you're handcuffed by Dolan. At the end of the day. Remember when the Knicks were supposed to get Steve Kerr? Didn't get Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr won five years. Dolan wanted to give him four. Kerr was like, I'm out. You know, things of that nature. Dolan messes up deals. You know, um, he didn't even offer Kevin Durant a contract. Didn't even offer him a contract. Right? And he took a pay, and Kevin Durant took a pay cut to go to the Brooklyn Nets for Kyrie Irving. Okay? So he took a pay cut to go over there. Right? And for his best friend, who we had on the Knicks last year, DeAndre Jordan. So they made sure DeAndre got paid. We had him last year. We, we could have made all that happen. But we didn't make that happen. So, I, you get Jerry West in. Jerry West, you know, is going to set Dolan straight. Like, Dolan, like, this is my squad. I got it. Leave me alone. All right. I think Dolan's going to be smart enough not to get into his business. Now, I know what you're saying. Oh, why did he get into Phil Jackson's business with the whole Steve Kerr? You know, I think the only reason why he got into his business because he paid him all that money. And that was almost like reverse psychology. Like, like, hey, I'm giving you all this money, though, so you're, you're going to listen to me. 
you know, I, you know if I'm Jerry West, I don't think he, if he asks for Phil Jackson money, I think that's going to be a big mistake. He's going to be stuck in the same spot. I think he should take less money to do the Knicks job, and that'll give him more clout to donor like listen you know took a you know I'm not getting Phil Jackson money even though I'm deserve Phil Jackson money you gotta let me do my thing that's that's what he needs we need to have some Jerry West in the garden you know I know a lot of people think he won't take the New York Knicks job because he's a Laker in a rivalry they had in the you know in the 70s I'm telling you I don't think Jerry West is as loyal as you think he is especially someone who's worked with both Golden State Warriors, and now he's currently working with uh, the LA Clippers. All right. Um, I don't know if you anybody saw on Instagram uh, Lamar Jackson's AB's workout, and everybody's talking about AB trying to go to Baltimore or trying to make that happen. I don't know if the Ravens want that headache with his talent, with uh, Tony Brown's talent. I can, you know. You could possibly make an exception when you're that talented. I don't see that happening. Um, I did watch the video. You know, he did look good. You know, Tony Brown's a hell of an athlete. I mean, I don't know if anybody's uh, seen him train. Jeff Cavalier, you know, and then an athlean team. I mean, he's a hell of an athlete. Um, He's got a tremendous work ethic. No one questions that. It's uh, him in a locker room. And how do you fix that locker room? That's where the problem is. So, you know, I'm rooting for Antonio Brown. He, at the same time, he, you know, he's never publicly apologized for sending threat messages uh, to his former trainer, uh, female trainer. He's never formally apologized for that. We've heard him apologize. It was almost like the Jason Chiampi doing a whole bunch of apologies, but you don't know what he's apologizing for. You know, so yeah, you know, you said something about like I, you know, I just, just to my teammates and blah blah blah, this and that. Um, other than that, we never really heard what he, you know, he never really said what he was apologizing for. So that's what he needs to do first, um, because if you put Antonio Brown on your staff right now, you ha- you hire him, you know, um, as a player on your team, you're pretty much saying you hate women. Still, that's what you're saying. If you put Antonio Brown on your team, you're saying you hate women. In my personal opinion, um, until he formally says uh, he apologizes for sending them threat, uh, text messages, then um, you know I think I'll be you know I think we'll be able to move on. But him posting videos on Instagram, working and working out with Lamar Jackson, you know, I'm not falling for that thirst trap, Antonio Brown. But we're gonna say in the NFL, um, looks like um, Eric Reed uh, got shot down by the NFL Players uh, Union. Um, apparently, Eric Reed was saying that um, yeah, his vote was changed, or he didn't get a chance to um, change his vote. And um, the whole players' union should be—I'm sorry—the uh, collective bargaining agreement um, that should be um, exempt. Um, uh, it should be uh, nullified uh, because of that. He didn't have a proper understanding. Listen, this is my thing with Eric Reed, right? You took a deal from the from the NFL when you were blackballed. You didn't make sure Colin Kaepernick got a job. Now, obviously, we know Nike has been uh, supporting um, Colin Kaepernick, all right? Um, but 
him saying that um, the new CBA should be uh, invalidated because of uh, you know they did a change in the language. Listen, it, I, you know I can't imagine every NBA, I'm sorry, any every NFL team uh, uh, or, or every NFL player looking at the uh, we're actually read through all 456 pages. That I can't imagine that, and he only had um, a week uh, to agree to that. Um, at the same time, though, the uh, players voted. They ratified it. And called it a day. And just move on. Eric Reed, you're looking to have a job. Right? right? You know, especially for you, you know, you're taking an either national anthem and Connor Copper doesn't have a job. You have a job. So, you know, just be grateful that that you're in the NFL. Because there's a lot of people that would love to be in your position, you know. And I understand, you know, you were trying to stand up for police brutality. I got it. You know, you know that's another debate on how to, you know, you know on how to protest. But at the same time, though, collective bargaining agreement's been accepted. You know, it was a close vote, but it wasn't that close enough where, where players weren't like, well, I really don't understand. Listen, they're going to get it. You know, you got the playoff expansion, which we're going to get into in a little bit. Right. Um, you're going to get two extra guys on the uh, NFL rosters, not 53 man anymore, 55. You know, and then, you know, you're going to get a slight of a bit of a pay increase. Just stop and just be grateful on God's green earth. God damn it. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, moving on. I'm talking about the playoff expansion. No, I like it. You, you know, it gives you more of an incentive to finish as the top seed, obviously. Um, you know, and this whole thing, you know, is the NFL going to get watered down? Listen, I this is why I like it because you, um, you're really going to get, you know, more team inclusion. You know, I like, and you know, you know, some teams, some years, it's really tight in a division, and you have te- you have got you know teams that have gone eleven and five. See New England Patriots, you know, uh, you know, that haven't made that didn't make the playoffs. You know, so it'd be kind of interesting to see if we have a year like that where you win, you know, 11, 12 games and not make the playoffs. Um, now you'll be able to make the playoffs. You know, we're, we're, we're going to have those type of years again. So I think it's a great idea, you know, and, you know, for, you know, all those haters like, well, you know, if the team goes seven and nine or six and ten and makes the playoffs. Well, sh- well, tough shit. All right. Shit happens. You know, just deal with it. You know, I don't necessarily think, you know, I like the idea of, of that type of inclusion. Um, you know, like I said, it gives you more incentive to win the division. You know, and even if you're going 6-10, and 10, you're still trying to win the division, you know. Um, so, if you don't like it, you know, draft better, scout better, you know, hire better people. That's on you. Uh, so, I'm all for uh, teams going 6 and, you know, 6-10, and 10 and, you know, or 5-11 and 11 winning the division. So, you know, if, you know, if it happens... You know, so be it. You know, that's just you know, if it, you know, if it happens, you know, four or five years in a, a row, and teams that have won, you know, eleven, twelve games are aren't getting in, then maybe that's a problem. Then maybe the NFL needs to rechange stuff. But normally, you know, they have parity, and usually stuff like that doesn't happen. So you know, I'm kind of you know excited to see the uh, new playoff uh, expansion. Um, uh, if you guys heard uh, Alton Smith. Uh, he's coming back to the NFL. Um, 
uh, from a one year, $4 million deal. Um, you remember from the past, he's had DUI issues, substance abuse. That's why he uh, was gone for a while because uh, he failed he a drug test and didn't comply to the substance abuse policy. Now, I'm 30 years old. Cowboys taking a chance on him. You know, this is what Jerry Jones does. You know, takes chances on guys who, uh, you know, who had, you know, problems in the past. Um, you know, you know, so, I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, you know, you know he's, he's 30 years old. We'll, we'll see if it works out. You know, he's, you know, sorry, he did with Pac-Man Jones. He brought him in, you know, brought him back. You know, so, I mean, so this is what Jerry Jones does. Classic Jerry Jones move. We'll see what happens with Alden Smith. Listen, I'm rooting for anybody getting that money. Especially now, okay. So I'm happy for the guy, and uh, Alden Smith. Uh, hey, I'm rooting for you. Hopefully, I uh, know. Even I'm a hardcore Redskins fan. Still rooting for you, and uh, you know. Hopefully, uh, you do big things. All right. Um, you know, taking on back to the coronavirus. You know, we had uh, Robert Kraft. Um, he's getting 1.2, 1.7 million masks in Massachusetts. Massachusetts got hit hard in the past 24 hours. Um, uh, with the uh, coronavirus, um, you know, they've had over a thousand new cases in 24 hours. So, I mean, props for Robert, uh, Robert Kraft. You know, I mean, he's a really good owner, really great owner. Um, you know, and he, you know, helps a lot of people out. You know, he helped Nick, Meek Mills get out of, you know, get out of jail. And so I've always, uh, been a big, uh, been a big, uh, Robert Kraft fan. And, um, I heard Robert Kraft was able to get the deal done. That's a deal maker right there. And, um, you know, hopefully things get better, uh, especially with the coronavirus, <coughs> excuse me, uh, uh, before they get worse. All right. Um, speaking of free agencies, uh, Clowney now wants, he says he wants $17 million and not $20 million. And I, my thinking is just for Javadion Clowney. You know, a lot of people now feel that Khalil Mack should have been the number one pick ahead of you. And I thought that was crazy at the time. Um, now thinking about it, like you know what the kind of yeah, I mean, you know Texas, you know, imagine Texas had Khalil Mack, you know, and the healthy JJ Watt, you know, that would be a lot different team um, right now. So, um, seventeen twenty million—that's really much of a difference. I think he should have came down more. You know, thirteen, asked for thirteen. Uh, I don't know. I I don't want to say how much a man is worth you're asking for 20 and then you go down to 17 that's not that much of a difference i know we're talking about 3 million and that sounds like a big difference but to these nfl owners that's not much of a big difference all right because you saw ella smith got a four million dollar deal and that was just like a random deal so and that's the same type of if any you know money left on the table those are the type of people you, you would get off the street it would add depth but you don't know what you're going to get out of that four million like it's pretty much throwaway money for all the smith if it doesn't work out cool whatever you can cut them you know um i mean i don't know how much of that four million is guaranteed for alan smith but you know 17 20 million it's not that much of a big deal so oh yeah i'm rooting for clowny like i said i'm always rooting for these guys getting their money and um well we'll see what happens in the future all right um, Miles Garrett apologized on Instagram. Um, uh, he had an interview with uh, uh, Mark Spears talking about how, uh, uh, you know, you know, he's sorry for his actions and whatnot. Um, he said he apologized. For, you know, I don't think 
Mason Rudolph calling the N-word. There was a lot of people there, and, you know, there were quite a few players during that, you know, scuffle, and, no, you know, they would have confirmed that Mason Rudolph had said that word, and I don't think Mason Rudolph said that word. So I really wish he just, you know, if he thinks he heard it, maybe somebody else said it, I don't know. But, you know, well, you know, I guess it's going to be time to move on for that soon. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it'll be good to see Miles Garrett get back, you know, uh, get back playing again. Um, David Tua did it. No, David Tua. Uh, Tua, um, Aglovia, uh, for the, you know, former Alabama quarterback. Um, he was talking earlier on uh, SportsCenter about, uh, Teams that have talked to him, and he didn't want to mention any teams' names. He's not trying to mess his money up. I don't blame him. I'll say this, though. If the Redskins do not draft this guy, you, you traded for Kyle Allen, you got Dwayne Haskins. If you draft Tua, you just said to your fan base, you have no idea what you're doing. Unless you're going to trade down for 5, 18, or 26 Right, call Miami, get those picks. That is the only way. Right, you you know, I mean, if you get, I don't. It's just it's just really frustrating for me. You know, I like I like Jeff Okuda. I like him as a corner. You know, I would say get him, and if you know, and get some type of receiver at eighteen. You might have to move up to get out to get Rugs Lamb or Jerry Judy because I don't even think any of them will be there. Um, at 18, you know, and you might have to move up to get those guys. Um, if you really want one of those guys, um, yeah. So, Redskins, please, please do not draft Tua. It it won't make any sense whatsoever. It'd be like you guys getting rid of Josh Norman, right? Even though he runs, even though he was proficient in this defensive scheme, you. We ran before he became a free agent. Went to the Redskins, so it doesn't make any sense. To get rid of Josh Norman. Um, you know, Redskins are really getting frustrated uh, with their off-season moves. Um, you know, and if you if they get uh, Tua, then I'm really gonna be. Ugh, I, I don't mean I, I won't even know what I'll do. It's it's gonna be hard to uh, do another podcast. The you know, if the Redskins get, uh, you know, get to, uh, I mean, you already got Darby and, you know, the Eagles reject. And I still don't understand that. You got Kendall Fuller. You know, I thought, I mean, I don't think Miami's going to trade that pick because the Redskins went really corner heavy. So I really think Miami's keeping that pick. And if the Redskins get to, uh, uh, and not get, uh, Chase Young. Let's just, let's just get Chase Young and and call it a day. All right. You know, unless the, the Giants are going to fall forward, unless the Giants are going to, you know, get really desperate and, and try to move up, you know, it, you know, it wouldn't make sense for the Redskins to get Tua. And I hope that's not who Tua was referencing, was the Washington Redskins. Um, yeah, I definitely uh, hope not. Um. Real quick, uh, some tennis news. No Wimbledon or British Open, so England's pretty much shutting down with sports, um, with their with their big time sports. So that's gonna be sad to see. Hopefully things change 
because Wimbledon is usually in the summer, so hopefully things change. We can get the Wimbledon uh, during the summer. I do like watching tennis. Um, I mean, it'll be great if we can, uh, you know, if we can get that uh, Wimbledon, get some British Open, you know, get some golf going. Um, that'll be pretty cool to see. Um, well, we're gonna go uh, into uh, baseball. Uh, AJ Hinch and Jen Lovehow, uh suspensions will end in 2020, no matter if they have the season or not. Um, I know this. Is, <clears throat> I don't necessarily have a problem with it because AJ Hinch, and Jeff Lovehow, uh, now not gonna get a job. Maybe Jeff, right? Usually those exec types, they'll they'll find a way to get a job again. I really think AJ Hinch was the mastermind throughout the whole thing. I don't think Jeff Little no, came up with it. I really think AJ Hinch was the mastermind behind the whole thing. Um, so that's what I really, you know. So I mean, Jeff Love that. Obviously, the boy can scout and draft. I mean, you know, anybody's done with Altuve, Korea, George Springer. The guy knows what he's doing. All right, knows how to get the trades in. You know, he knows what he's doing. So I think he'll get a job again. I can't see anybody. Hiring AJ Hinch ever again, so I know it's gonna be some people upset. They should be you know suspended for life. They pretty much are suspended for life. All right, AJ Hinch isn't gonna get a job in Major League Baseball ever again. All right, um, we're gonna go right to the NBA. Um, we saw Lamelo Ball. He just bought in uh, the Australian team. Um, you know, and um, some reports have even the. Uh, Golden State Warriors have the number one pick. They should get Lamelo, and ha- and uh, have him play with Steph Curry. I don't see that happening whatsoever. Apparently, reports came out that they're not in love with uh, James Wiseman. They're thinking about maybe Anthony Edwards. Um, I think I think the Warriors should just get over themselves. If you have the number one pick, you should get Wiseman, and. Uh, call it a day. Solidify uh, that front court because that front court has always been their weakness. Get Wiseman, right? Let him do the damn thing, and call it a day. <coughs> you know, that's I mean, that's who I really think they should get. James Wiseman. Now, you want to get Anthony Edwards? I mean, I, I wouldn't get that either. I think they need to go a little bit bigger. I mean, your backcourt next year is going to... If you're really worried about Clay, then I can understand why you want to get um, Anthony Edwards. Um, but I really think... Well, you already and you already paid Clay, so you're stuck with Clay no matter what. All right? What they really should do is you get Wiseman with the number one pick and you call it a day. You need to solidify that front court because nobody down low on Golden State scares you. Okay? You know, so projected my, you know, my my the projected lineup would be, you know, Wiggins, right, Wiseman, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Steph Curry. I like that. If you go Lamelo, <coughs> really gonna be small. So I really think they should just get get Wiseman if they have the number one pick. Now, if you have the number two, number three pick, you know, I don't think you know. I, the only reason why they should get Lamelo is if they have the third. Pick. I don't even think they need. I don't even think they need to draft them at all. Really, I really don't think they need to draft them at all. I mean, this is mostly a point guard uh, draft anyway. So if you're looking for a point guard, it's supposed to be. This is the draft to get them. Um, 
So if Lamelo's there at three, I think you get the best available player, or you try to trade that pick, you know, and, and you know, find a sucker. I'm pretty sure Knicks should move up uh, to try to get Lamelo. And you know, if the Knicks, and I'll tell you what, this is what the Knicks need to do. If the Knicks need to give up the Dallas Mavericks future picks, you know, I, I would definitely do it for Lamelo. Um, you know, but you know, if they like, if they think you can get Cole Anthony. And what are those guys? Then you know, it, you know, I I would understand that it's still a point guard, um, but I really think the Knicks need to get Lamelo Ball, and uh, they need to figure that and need, need to figure out a way to get him. But if they get the number one pick, I don't think they need to take Lamelo. I've said it before, I'll say it again. You get Wiseman with the first pick. You know, you make sure you get Trey Jones with the twenty seventh pick, and then you get. Um, then you get uh, Cassius Stanley uh, with the 38th pick. And I don't think you can go uh, wrong with that. And if the Knicks don't get the number one pick, I you know, I think they should do this round. Um, if the Knicks get like the third pick um, and Wiseman is there, you get Wiseman. If Trey Jones is there, if Trey Jones isn't there at 27, you get Cassius Stanley at 27. And I think Ashton Hagens is going to be there at 38. And you get Ashton Hagens at 38. Um, you know, the Knicks had a pick, the 37th pick, but they ended up trading it. So they got the 38th pick. I think you get that. That way you still get your point guard, you get your shooting guard, and you get your big man. Um, that's what I like to see. And then, you know, the question is going to be with Mitchell Robinson and all of them next year. You know, you all figure that out. But, you know, if Wiseman is there at 1. I mean, it's a gamble to take, not get LaMelo, uh, but it's also a high risk and high reward. You don't know what you're going to get from LaMelo either. Um, I think Wiseman would be more consistent off the gate. I think you have a better career than LaMelo because, like I said, you don't know what LaMelo. Um, but I think Wiseman would be overall, you'll have the better career. Um, but who knows? Lamelo could be, you know, a Trey Young, Steph Curry type, you know. So, or he could not be, you know. He could be a bust. I don't think Wiseman's going to be a bust. Um, you know, you've got Wiggins. People call Wiggins a borderline bust, and he puts up twenty-one and ten, <laughs> and they call him a bust. So I'll take that. If that's a bust, let me get, let me get that guy, you know, and call it a day. Um, back to UFC. I don't know if anybody saw Tony Ferguson talking about Khabib. Um, he was saying he should be stripped of his title. Uh, you know, this this fight's been booked five times. Um, and apparently, I mean, if you guys heard my podcast, um, I was saying Dana White should have made sure Khabib was in the States. Khabib was actually in the States. He was training in San Jose. And they went back to Russia. That should have never happened. I don't know how that happened. Um, Dana White, what, what I mean, you know, you, you know, you didn't have guys watching Khabib. You know, I mean, <laughs> you didn't make sure he wasn't taking any flights from it. You didn't have spies down there in San Jose. Yeah, out in Vegas. No, you know, California just stayed away. I don't know what happened there. I think Khabib should be stripped uh, of his title. You know, there's talks of Justin Gage fighting. I, like I said, I'm still not a fan of that fight. Not a fan of that fight. And that's where you're going to be charged for pay-per-view. I'm not a fan of that fight. 
everything UFC needs to make a call to Conor McGregor and find out can he take that fight on six uh, 16 days notice that's what I would do I would call Conor like I said that last fight was like 10 seconds you know I'm having look it was 10 sec like 15 seconds call, call up Conor McGregor make that fight happen <coughs> that would make the most sense uh, for UFC and um, and they they want to that fight uh, uh, fights Khabib Let's go, you know, because I don't want to see the Justin Gage Khabib fight. You know, I want to see the, you know, so hopefully Tony wins. If Tony does the fight, hopefully Tony does win. It's MMA. You don't know anything can happen in MMA. That's why I love watching MMA. So, well, we'll see what happens uh, there. Um, I don't know if anybody else, I don't know if you guys are big time uh, wrestling fans. Um Roman Reigns pulled out of WrestleMania 36. And I'm going to go back to this. And I talked about this earlier, guys. About telling the truth. He was so vague on his video. Like, you know, you don't know what's going on with me. And, uh, uh, you know, I could have problems with my family. You know, I could have, you know, problems with, you know, I have baby issues and blah, 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 this and that. Like, dude, just say why you pulled out. You know, I don't understand the vagueness. The vagueness is not needed. All right. Unless it was like a dire emergency issue, medical emergency issue, you want to keep prior. He's had medical issues. You know, he's fought leukemia before. You know, if that started again, he doesn't want anybody's sympathy. I'm okay. I couldn't understand that. You know, I really don't think, you know, he was walking outside in that interview. So I really don't think leukemia um, is an issue again. It could be. I don't know. You know, I mean, he's a hell of an athlete. So. It affects everybody differently, but um, I just just tell the truth. Uh, Sylvia McMahon had his back; she supports him 100 percent all the way. But I don't think if if I don't think he needed to make a video explaining, but why he's not going to explain, but why he pulled out. I mean, it's the dumbest thing ever in history of ever. Uh, you're gonna make a video about explaining why why you not why you aren't going to explain about what happened to you. Doesn't make any sense. Absolutely ridiculous, right? Either say the truth or don't say nothing at all. That's the way it should be. All right. Um, one more thing. Uh, I think we got, well, actually, a couple more things before we get on out of here. Um, Anthony uh, Fucci, uh, he's the, uh, you know, everybody knows him, Dr. Anthony Fucci. Uh, Fucci's uh, executive uh, uh, director of National Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases. Apparently, he's getting death threats. Um, I don't know why he's getting death threats, but apparently, he's got extra security. Um, uh, protecting him. Um, I think that's ridiculous. Um, he's just doing his job. Um, you know, I hope nothing crazy happens. Um, you know, I, you know, and, uh, you know, I hope he's going to be all right in the next couple months or two. Um, and I hope he, I hope nothing crazy happens to him. Uh, I think it's ridiculous that he's got to get extra security and he's been getting death threats. He, he uh, reported. So, you know, uh, you know, it's being a lookout. For anything crazy that happens uh, to him, um, real quick, a hip hop news. I guess six nine sick in jail. He's got an asthma, and uh, he's worried about getting the coronavirus, and he might get released. <sighs> I mean, listen, if he does get released, you know he's known, you know, especially in the hip hop community, as a snitch. Um, so it's good. I mean, it's going to be interesting if he's going to be in a witness protection program, rapping in witness protection program. Not like this guy can get a job anywhere. So I don't know. <laughs> you know, he's got different color hair, tats all over his face. Yeah, you know. 
I mean, he's, I don't know. You know, he, you know, he's, I don't know. He's such a clown, man. You know, he even admitted that, you know, his whole career is a joke. He knows he can't rap. You know, it's, he's ridiculous. If he gets released, good for him. But, um, you know, I, I don't know how you put him in this production program. He needs to hide in a hole in the ground. Now that you can, you know, not like he can do anything for the rest of his life. Everybody knows who he is. Everybody knows who he is. You know, so I don't know how that's going to work. Um, yeah, so that's all I got to say about that right there. Um, listen, people, we got to stay positive um, on Earth right now. So a lot, a lot of crazy stuff going on, as you guys know. Um, and I'm just asking for everybody to stay positive. That was my that was my motivation for coming on here today, you know, because I was starting to feel down and whatnot. I was like, you know what, man, I gotta I gotta talk to my peoples. You know, you guys have been looking out for me, supporting me. We almost got a hundred views um, all together. So um, I'm really excited about what we're doing here. Um, I mean, this is this is different. We're, this is all talk, you know. So. Uh, all of our lives, we've been told, um, you, know, you know, jack of all trades, master, uh, master of none. This is different. And you guys are part of something different right now. You know, this is one person trying to be a master of all trades. So that's what I'm trying to do. Um, you know, you know, I got my book out uh, from Back to Mac, The Art of Being a Player. Um, like I said, that's on uh, Google Play, some, uh, Google Books. Um, it's also, uh, on Amazon. The reason why I haven't been giving much advice, uh, you know, it, it, it's tough right now. I'm, I'm going to tell you why it's tough. It's tough giving advice like that at the same time though, right? You know, you were supposed to be indoors. So, you know, if you're going to try to be spitting game, you know, you know, I mean, I mean, you're going to have good practice. Um, nobody's going to really want to try to meet up with you if you're using like online social media apps. Or anything like that. No one's going to be trying to meet up with you right now. At this time anyway. So. You know. There's really like almost no point. Um, you know. What I do advise. Or, you know. Or young players. You know. At least just get your mind right. Get your body right. Because um, that's what you need to do. And then once this thing boils over. Then you'll be able to go out. And meet different people. And socialize. And whatnot. But as of right now. We need to focus on. Getting our minds right. Getting our bodies right. Um, like I said, whatever you, any dreams that you have, um, that's what you guys need to focus on right now. Uh, congest your day, right, with things that are going to make you better. Okay. Don't congest it with the BS, right? That's Now is not the time for that, right? Uh, like I said, you know, if you're looking to write that book, if you're looking to write that play, looking to write that screenplay, whatever you're looking to do, you need to do that now. And focus on that. All right. Um, you know, everybody, I'm a big Rich Piana fan. Um, you know, I'm just going to do a, real, a quick quote with them. Whatever it takes. You know, you know, ask yourself, are you doing whatever it takes to reach your goal? You know, you'd be in constant evaluation of yourself. And uh, if you're not doing what it takes, then you don't want it that bad. And it's all right if you don't want it that bad. But if you're going to talk it. Then you gotta live it, and like I said, right now is the perfect time for that. All right, so like I said, I just want to talk to y'all quick. One love to everybody uh, who's been listening to me. I really appreciate it. 
Um, this is going to be Rock 25, Chill with the Craziness, signing out.